Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. Streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, you know, in any kind of a conflict or any kind of a relationship, we have different personalities, and it's so important to understand the personalities of the people that we're dealing with, whether in business or in a relationship, a love relationship, or, you know, for, for teachers and students, and we have a wonderful guest just today to talk about personalities. Let me tell you about Vicki Musney, who is a certified personality trainer and the author of Personalities for Business and co-author of Personalities for Educators and another book, Creating Connections. And I have all three of them right here, and I've just read two of them. Her passion for empowering others by teaching the four personality colors is rapidly changing the lives of her local national and international audiences and so you can find out more about her at conflicthealing.com where you'll see her picture and her bio and jpegs of her books also at her own website at vickimusney.com i'm going to spell that for you it's v-i-c-k-i-e-m-u-s-n-i.com so vicky thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me on the show well, you know, I've done a lot of work with DISC, which are those personality styles, but mm-hmm. I found this really interesting, and I guess um, you and I are the same color. <laughs> I, I found out very easily that I'm yellow, and yes. I have a touch of, uh, although I noticed that we, we all have a little of everything, right? I have a touch of the red, maybe a touch of uh blue and green as well but but basically Most people have a primary and a secondary yeah. but yes there are going to be learned traits and things that you have picked up from different people or different situations so yeah you can have a little bit of a reflective rainbow for sure <laughs> right so you know because there are all these Meyer Briggs and all these different kinds of systems uh, are all these personality systems really the same Almost any personality system that you've heard about that has four types or four quadrants or four anything all trace back to the same Greek thinker back around 400 B.C. His name was Hippocrates. He was the first one that came up with that theory. And pretty much all people have done since then is look for different ways of explaining it and different ways of applying it. So you mentioned DISC and Myers-Briggs, a couple of my favorites. And there are, while there are a lot of similarities, I think, honestly, the biggest difference in the system that I teach is that it's so quick to approach and quick to understand, and you can be really quick about applying it. Whereas Myers-Briggs takes a lot more research because of all of the way they teach about blends and different combinations there are more possibilities, so you have to really study it longer. Whereas after today's show, people will be able to start speaking in colors 
the way I do about themselves and the people around them. Yes, I found it really interesting and really easy, and I was analyzing my hu- my husband's colors and my friend's yeah. colors and everything like that. So, no, I think it's wonderful, and it really does help when you're talking with people and you talk about that in your books, for your personalities for business, I think it really mm-hmm. helps us with our clients and our customers and the people that we work with. So let's talk yeah. about these colors and, and the different traits so that people listening in and driving, maybe they'll kind of figure out who they are. Let's talk about, well, you've got them in the, in the colors here, the quadrants. Let's start out with the yellow. Mm-hmm. I always start with yellow, and it's not because it's my favorite or because it's the best one or because it's one of my primary personality types, but really it's the easiest one to identify because yellows tend to be really loud and open, sharing information, speaking loudly, laughing loudly, telling their stories. Uh, Often when you see them, they're wearing like the bright colors and the bold patterns, so they're really easy to spot. You know, the ones that you don't really need to offer them a written personality test or an in-depth questionnaire or assessment to identify those yellow personalities. A lot of them self-identify like you and I did at a quick read of the book. You say, oh, yeah, I'm a yellow. And you just know that you're a yellow, and you can spot other yellows really quickly. They stand out. Yeah. And so that's why we always start with the yellow ones. So that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. They're the um, they're entertainers easy, like easy you. Have, <laughs> you mm-hmm. have your podcast and I have this show and we're we're kind of the entertainers of the uh, yeah. personality styles. <laughs> yeah. Right. And even like you said even though a lot like the book is for businesses and I do a lot of seminars and workshops and trainings for business, but you can't help but apply it to your personal relationships as well once you start understanding the colors. And of my four children, I have one who is clearly the very yellow personality. Do you have all four quadrants for your kids? Since you have no, four kids? I have four children, but unfortunately we're missing blue. My family does not have any <laughs> natural blue. So we are a fun household, but we are not really uh, very good at being neat and tidy and organized. <laughs> We all have to really work at those traits. You must the blue is opposite on the chart from the yellow. Right. So everything I just described about the yellows, the opposite of that is typical of the blue personalities. They tend to be more quiet. They tend to carry themselves more quietly. Don't mind kind of being in the background and observing things. They tend to be the really deep thinkers, not the ones who just blurt out the first thing that comes to their mind. And unlike their cluttered counterparts in the yellows, the blues are very much into that whole phrase, a place for everything and everything in its place. That just comes natural to blues. Whereas us yellows sometimes have to really work at that. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so we've got blue and yellow. How about uh, Mm -hmm. the the red? Red is definitely next. I love that. Red is the other extroverted personality type besides the yellows. But it's everything you would think of when you, when you think of that red, fiery personality. It's the bold energy, uh, strong hand gestures is another identifying factor. Reds are really driven by efficiency. They're busy people who accomplish a lot. They tend to be very goal-oriented and just always working, always doing, always have a project going, always need to be somewhere, have something else that they're focused on. Yeah, they're the directors, right, and the presidents Mm -hmm. and all that. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Reds are often put into leadership positions, and not that any of the colors can't be great leaders, but the red leadership skills tend to be the most visible, and in our culture, the ones that people think of first, even though there are different leadership styles and the other traits can have them. Like yellows are very good leaders because they're motivators. Right. They can, you know, get people to volunteer, to join a cause, to get excited about something. And the blues have that strength of being able to plan and look at the details and think things through, which is also important for leadership. Right, and organize, organize people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But reds are the ones, the the visible ones. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Okay, how about green? Well, the reason we leave green till the last is because the number one identifier for greens is process of elimination. They tend to not really be extremely anything like the other three. And they have this really cool ability to be what I call chameleon-like. They can kind of pick up the other traits of the other three personality types depending on what a certain situation calls for. And they can behave a certain way to accomplish something. But then they'll retreat back into what's comfortable for them. Right, and I think that's that's a key word, comfortable. I know right now I was thinking about that after I read your book and I was dealing mm-hmm. with one of my clients who I could tell that she was feeling overwhelmed. So I kept yeah. talking about one step at a time, don't worry, everything is really going to make you comfortable, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. you know. And I know that when I have someone like that, that that's really important to make them feel like there's not going to be sudden changes or, or things yeah. that are going to throw them off balance, right? Yeah. Greens like peace, they like comfort. When they're in a healthy place, they're also very good at bringing peace to situations and bringing comfort to others. But when they're not, that's when that feeling of overwhelmedness really t- starts to take over because they function best when their need for peace and comfort is met. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how the people who are our audience, you know, in what areas of life can they apply this information any area of life where you interact with another human being understanding personalities can be helpful I use it in business a lot because I work with companies and people that are doing sales or that are trying to retain clients for ongoing business relationships and so in the business world my advice is just to always remember that everyone is different. Different people will have a different personality. So just because one way seems right or to make sense to you doesn't mean that the other person is going to automatically think the same way. In a sales situation, I think sometimes we get hung up on, I need to craft the perfect sales pitch that describes my product or my service. But there is no such thing because you've got different personality types that are listening to the sales pitch. They're going to interpret information differently. They're going to put a different value on different things. So being able to really understand the uniqueness of the other person and find out what is really at the heart of the way they think and they feel, which is, I think, their needs that are driven by their personality type 
how can you meet that unique need is going to help you build a better relationship with that client. It's going to help them feel understood, respected, valued, because you're able to serve them better, and that in turn will improve the business relationships. Exactly. Now, personal relationships, Yeah. similar concepts. I think we've all seen that situation where opposites attract, and I've heard that statistically most first marriages do marry opposite personalities, whereas most second marriages tend to marry similar personality types. Just a little fun fact. But when you're dealing with an opposite personality in a personal relationship, one of two things is going to happen. Either your opposites can complement each other and you can really, you know, create something wonderful by filling in the gaps with your strengths and the other person's weaknesses and vice versa. Or you can experience conflict when you don't know how to appreciate those differences and you don't understand why does this person, you know, not think like I do? Why, are, <laughs> why is what they're saying not making sense to me? Yeah. And it goes back to personality types. And it's so funny that, you know, I, I have to deal as a mediator, I have to deal with people in session. Mm-hmm. And often I'm dealing with people in divorce and helping them, you know, I mediate their divorce. And I can just see that one will, let's say, be a red, you know, how you would explain a red, you yes. know, the dominant, the director. And the other one, you know, is maybe a green and wants to have peace and at any cost, which really could be a problem because we have to make sure that it's a fair agreement, you know. Yes, so, and that's a common situation, and, and that, that's my situation. I am very much yellow, but I'm also half red, and I'm married to a very strong green. And so for years, there are times when he will just concede to what I want because I have the stronger opinion. Well, I really care about this. You know, I want things to be this way. And he'll just be like, well, okay, and he'll go in because he's the peacemaker. But if you're making decisions for a long period of time that are that lopsided, it can lead to a lot of conflict. And it it also leads to resentment after a while because mm-hmm. that other person doesn't feel like their needs are being met. So, you know, the idea of understanding the other person's needs, which basically if you're if you're um, a yellow like you and I are, we have a need to have social interaction. And if you're with someone who is a recluse and they won't go out, that's going to be it's going to rain on our sunshine. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, I think that's really important to kind of recognize what is the other person's needs. And, and, you know, you talk in the book about how you've, you kind of can learn to accommodate. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have to, you know, sometimes the yellows, you know, like you and I, we're going to have to like bring it down so that we don't come across too strong with other people who, who can't maybe handle it, you know? Yes, exactly. And I think that's the trick is, we can't force this understanding on someone else. We can't go through life making everyone read the book because I, you know, because we did. Right. But all you can change is yourself. So you have to be the one to adapt it first and to be able to, you know, point out differences and figure out, you know, okay, how how can I see this from their perspective? If maybe they don't have the understanding to go through and put themselves in your shoes, you have to do it. 
if you're the one with the information, you have to figure out how to apply it. Exactly. And if you're a leader or a manager or someone who is trying to pull together teams, you darn well better be aware of all this <laughs> so that you can put people in the right place to meet their particular style, right? Yes, especially if you have an existing team and you're trying to figure out how to assign roles or if you're in a place of growth. I think looking at personality types of maybe the rest of the staff or the rest of the team or what the job description what is required for that task, which personality is going to fill that. I'm on a board, for example, and we recently had some positions that were vacated and we needed to fill them, and we said, you know what, our board is really lacking. We need a blue right now and we need another green. That, those are the personality types we're looking for because that's what's going to bring us the balance that we need right. to keep us moving forward. So being able to be on a team that understands the personalities and everyone said, yeah, you're right, let's interview this person or invite this person to get on board because, you know, they have the, that skill set, they have this personality type that we need. It just helps give your team a vocabulary as well as help you make sure that you've got the right people in the right places. Right, right. <laughs> I was on a board where everybody was red. I was, you know, I have some red in me too, so I had to really try and balance. But it was, it was really rough with everybody, you know, trying to be the directors and uh, nobody wanting to implement things. So it was interesting. I had a company <laughs> hire me to come down and do a training with their staff. They said we can't figure out why our we're having so many issues internally. Staff is not getting along. You know, we're, we're, our productivity and our morale is low, and I had them do the full personality assessment in advance, and I looked at their scores, and immediately I said, oh, well, no wonder they're having problems. Mm -hmm. 11 out of the 14 people in the office are reds. Yeah, yep. They had no primary greens, so they had no natural peacemakers, you know, no, <laughs> nobody naturally trying to help people work together to accomplish the goal, and they had one yellow in this office. The day I did the training was her very last day because she had put in for a transfer to a different office. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> not said, enough friendliness um, among everybody. <laughs> yeah, but once they understood that, I was able to help provide them with some tools for communicating, for understanding the other one, for helping Reds work together because that's the biggest challenge. Yellows get along great with other yellows. Blues love working with other blues. Greens get along with everybody. But red sometimes need a little help because if they can unite towards a common goal, they can accomplish a lot in a short amount of time. Yes. But they're the most likely personalities to butt heads with other reds. Right, right. And, mm -hmm. and if we are dealing with someone who's a red who has to be right, they'd rather be right than happy, then somehow we have to put things in such a way that we kind of, I hate to say manipulate, but we present things in such a way that it's really their idea and then we can agree. <laughs> That's what I've yes. learned. <laughs> because yes. I deal with a it's lot of attorneys. It's part <laughs> science, part art. And so, yes, it's not really, the intent isn't to be manipulative just for the right. sake of getting your own way. No. But it's to understand the other person and find a way that meets their inner need while helping you all move forward. So, yeah, right. you're right on. <laughs> right, right. So um, how does understanding these strengths, uh, you know, the understanding the strengths and the weaknesses relate to the personalities? So so if I 
in other words, if I am a yellow, which I am, okay, mm-hmm. so um, I've learned to get away from my clutter. I really declutter every once in a while. <laughs> but uh, I have a tendency to keep things, but it's not messy. It's just I have too much. I'll have piles in different places. I was going to ask you, are you a piles, not files person? <laughs> no, I, I pretty much try to put everything in files, but I hire somebody that I can, mm-hmm. that I can organize me. That's that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Well, and I think understanding what you are naturally good at and what is a struggle for your personality type is important because it helps us understand where we need to grow. It doesn't give you a pass to say, oh, well, I don't have to do certain things. Like, I'm a yellow, so I don't have to be detail-oriented and be able to find my records. No, I actually still have to pay my taxes like everybody else. Right. I have to pay my employees on time. I don't get to tell them, well, sorry, guys, um, I'm a yellow, I'm not, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a blue, so I just didn't get around to, you know, dealing with the records, so I'll pay you next week or right. I'll do my taxes next month. Right. You don't get to do that. No. But understanding it helps you know what you have to learn or what you will choose to delegate or hire out. Yes, yeah. And I've been around long enough to know what my skills are that I'm best at. And also, I mean, if we can analyze ourselves, then we can get into a team or have a team help us with what it is that we're maybe not as strong at and then Mm -hmm. be able to flourish and to blossom in those areas where we can have our skills that are best for us. How about gender? I am not allowed to be the treasurer of any organization (laughs) that I'm a part of or any board that I'm on. Well, I'm a great membership chair because I'm really good at bringing that high energy and getting people involved and included and welcoming them in. And even my red side will come up with a plan, how to have a membership drive. That works for me. But don't put me in charge of creating the spreadsheets and the budgets and making sure that, you know, all the checks got deposited on time and all of that. That needs to go to a blue or maybe a blue-green that are more skilled at the record-keeping and just being steady and consistent. Right. So it's finding, you know, those strengths and making sure that you've got the right job for yourself as well as the other people around you. Exactly. How about, how does gender come into the picture? That's a very great question. There are... All four personality types can be found in both genders. And uh, I know men that are yellow and, uh, and all of the other colors, but sometimes, depending on how they were raised, people might be taught to do a certain thing or behave a certain way or dress a certain way. So while there is a certain amount of stereotyping, like you can say, oh, well, yellows, you know, I said yellows are often you know, bright and they want to stand out and they wear the bold colors and things like that, and blues tend to be the opposite. That's a generalization. So for women, it might be the bright scarves or the ones that will dye their hair funky colors and things like that. You know, I, I would have a go through a phase where I'll put like a blue, you know, a blue highlight in my hair or a deep purple or something like that because it fits my personality. And for men, sometimes they, if they're in a certain environment where they're expected to, you know, wear a suit and tie, they'll be the ones that have the bright-colored tie or the bright-colored socks hidden under their suit. Or they'll be the ones that are just trying to, you know, see if they can get by with wearing a Hawaiian shirt. 
<laughs> you know? So all the personality types do um, exist for, for both genders. It's just there'll be nuances for each person. And, again, some of that is personal preference or how they were influenced. I've met blues who happen to like sparkly jewelry because that's what their mom always wore, and they admired her, and so they learned to appreciate that fashion sense. It doesn't necessarily make them a yellow just because they have a bright necklace on. It just can mean that they're a blue that happens to like some sparkly jewelry, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, a little bling is fun, right? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about... um, a personality tests. I think I know you have a personality quiz. You want to talk a little I, bit about that? Yeah, I have a real short one that people can take online. Wired That Way is a 40-question assessment that can be purchased on Amazon, and that's the one that the system I teach is based on. But, again, for copyright reasons, I can't just legally put it up on my website and let you take it, you know, for free. But you can buy that one if you want the more in-depth It measures 40 strengths and 40 weaknesses. But if you just want a quick intro to see where you fall on the colors that we've been talking about, there's a little free test in the upper right-hand corner at vickymusney.com. Or if you're on mobile, you kind of have to scroll down, but you'll see these four smiley faces, and it will ask you if you want to take the free quiz, and then you can do that online. And again, it's just a quick assessment, and... Don't feel like if it's scored a certain way, it's like, oh, well, this is what I am, and this is how I'm going to have to behave my whole life. Right. It's just to give you an idea. Right. And I think that's important right now also to remember, like, um, like I'm an attorney, and so even though I would like to wear some fun, really fun things, you know, I know how to dress in my navy blue when I need to, or my black, yeah. and, and be conservative, and yeah. I know how to... Um, really kind of accommodate other other uh, personality styles so I can mm-hmm. be very quiet, very slow talking when I need to be. Yes. And so, you know, no matter what our personality style, we can accommodate to be, uh, you know, effective in business and to help other people get their needs met. So I think that's really important, especially we're on the campus here of the University of California, so people, you know, would need to learn that as you grow and learn um, and as the people who are driving by can also know that they can become self-aware to make some changes that will make them more successful, right? Yes. Those are what I call learned skills. Some of them we learn without necessarily processing it through personalities. Just because you've been working in a certain job or in a certain environment, you figured out, oh, I have to dress this way, speak this way, behave this way. But then you can also, once you study personalities, you can become intentional about how you do this. And you can say, oh, wow, I'm realizing that my personality type as a yellow is really potentially overwhelming to the blue client I'm about to meet with. And then you can go through some mental exercises and say, I really need to tone it down, calm down, skip the extra cup of coffee, whatever it takes. I need to make sure that I can speak more slowly and not overwhelm this person. Or if you're the blue Maybe you need to say, wow, I need to really get a little more energetic. I need to have a pep talk with myself and just really be outgoing when I go into this job interview or this meeting or this appointment. So you can, you know, have those, those self-talks 
and make sure that you're putting on your you're putting your best foot forward by pulling out the traits that you really need to. Right. So we are just about out of time here. So I just want to be able to give your website again. So would you yes. just give that, Vicki? Yes, VickiMusni.com, V-I-C-K-I-E-M-U-S-N-I.com. Yeah, and she's got these wonderful books, Personalities for Business, and then another one, Creating Connections, which she is a co-author which, with Mitch Taylor. And then she also has Personalities for um, for Educators that she wrote with Kevin yeah. Burrell. So these are great helpful little books and um, I'm going to go take that little free test and thank you so much for joining us and I, I hope that we'll keep in touch so thank you so much yes, thank you so much for having me today okay thank you and we will talk to you again soon thank you bye bye the opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI its management or the UC Board of Regents you gotta fight both night and day Doesn't matter what some people may say Don't be the lamb's cry, be the lion's roar Cause love is worth fighting for I know, yeah Love is worth fighting for Love is worth fighting for